Welcome to Family Unmuted, where Ruben and Tiana Estrada open the door to their lives as real estate brokers, owners of a family business, parents, and everything in between. This is our world, Unmuted. Hello, welcome back to Family Unmuted, Season 2, Episode 10. Today we are talking about trust. Yeah, what's trust mean to you guys? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it's like a hundred percent belief in another person or process. Okay. Well, let's start with the definition. Uh, trust, firm belief in the reliability, truth ability or strength of someone or something is that what you think of when you think of trust reliability yeah yes mm-hmm. that's a good word that i never associated with it though reliability yeah so when you're talking about reliability is it can you have trust in someone doing the wrong thing is reliability go both ways meaning yeah. You're reliable in doing something wrong or you're reliable in doing something right. Yes, yes, you can. So trust can, can when you have trust in someone, doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, there are like certain, I trust that you're going to screw up. Right. There are certain yeah. people in my life that I'm like, I trust that you're going to disappoint me. Mm. <laughs> they just... So you don't really, well, I guess you have trust in them, but... Um, Trust I, we, in don't, we use it in a, in a positive light, I think, just from our society. Yes. When you have like, trust, you trust in someone, him, and then you're like, yeah. do you like... You're like, no, which means they'll probably... They're not reliable. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But in reality, yeah. trust is definitive. It's, like you said, it's a very... You can't sort of trust something. Either you do or you don't, good or bad. It's definitive. Can you trust somebody immediately? Or do you have to build it over time? Over time. Or is over it like time. the default? Like, as a default, I trust you until you disappoint me and then I don't trust you. No. Mine's the other <laughs> way around. <laughs> I don't trust you. You kind of have me, a default I to, trust. Uh, I don't think I do. Oh. I, I think don't. it needs to be built. Okay. I think it, it. when you start a relationship with somebody, you just meet somebody, or you even start a new job, or you start... A process I think there's a certain I'm pretty I'm pretty confident this can work but a full-blown like I 100% trust this I think just has to be built over time and yeah. I think that's why when you do put your trust in a person especially and you lose that you'll probably get to this but for me it's it's almost impossible to gain that back mm-hmm You ever hear the expression, I'll trust you until I can't, can't. trust you? Mm-hmm. I, is that even true? Well, I think I can trust someone a little more than other people who have, like, um, taken away that trust, in, like, in a sense. Like, if I met someone, I would have, like, some trust. Like, I can tell them certain things, and I know, like, I could trust them with that. But, like, with people who already broke that, like, they're done. There's always a... Yeah, so like they like the people who I just meet are are, are higher than the ones who broke up, obviously. Mm-hmm. But they're not like the ones where I would tell my family something. You know what I mean? So there's like different stages of trust I have. 
And I think as you lose trust in other areas in your life or other relationships in your life, it builds the trust in these areas over here even more. I've experienced that. So when someone does me wrong on this side, it makes me trust the people over here that have never done that even more. And this just grows like exponentially, which is an interesting phenomenon. So how do you build trust with someone? Or how does someone build trust with you? Do what you say you're going to do. So it's an integrity thing? It's integrity. Loyalty is a big thing for me. I don't know why. Wow. But loyalty? Loyalty. Like just because they're loyal even though they screw up? Well, you can't. Loyally? But if they screw up. <laughs> but if they no. screw up, then that's not loyal. Like loyalty is knowing. There's a saying out there that I love. But it's, you know, surround yourself with people who are defending you in a room when you're not there not the ones who are participating in the conversation about mm. you mm. loyalty uh, loyalty is a big one for me wow okay. because can you have trust without loyalty yeah because i think trust is about doing the right thing right so doing the right thing sometimes um loyalty you're not always on your side but i think that you can but i think you can be i think it's not always you're against me or you're for me i think that you can be loyal to me by having a conversation about things that you may not agree with me doing and having that conversation between the two of us that's being loyal to our relationship okay. loyalty when you don't have that conversation with somebody and you take it out somewhere else behind someone's back I think that that's just a no for me. Okay, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just have some notes here in that um, true, I mean, trust is in life and business. So you can't have like trust in your personal life and then be a different person in business and still have the same level of trust. So like you're one person and you can't separate the two. Do you agree with that? No, I I agree and I think you know, we we talk about this a lot in our business and if I had to come here every day and completely be a different person, hmm. I I wouldn't be in business and I think that is why we continue to have our business and run our business the way we do because there can't be a change. We don't, you know, when we walk through these doors, it's not, oh, here we are. I'm going to have my trust it's, pad oh, on. Oh, no, man. we just came from <laughs> yeah. home and now we're doing yeah. this. Like, you can't, you you have to be the same person in every area of your life. Well, I feel like, like, our life is the business. It's not really, like, real estate in general. It's, like, our whole life is a business that we're running, honestly. Because we never really turn it off. Like even yep. when we get home. Yeah, we, we've talked about this before. We run our business very much like we run our home. And some people think that that sounds terrible. But we run our business in a really, really fun and awesome way. And in a servant mentality. And that's how we operate our home. We are always trying to serve each other, serve your siblings, serve how, how can we serve you best. 
how can we help you best? I mean, that's the question that always comes up when we're talking to our kids. How can we help you best? And that's a conversation when we sit in a living room with a buyer or a seller. How can we help you best? And so, yeah, I, trust, I think, is the either you're a trustworthy person or you are not. Mm. I don't know that you can kind of be trustworthy over here, but not over here. And I mean, it, it kind of speaks to your core when you talk about integrity. Like, either you're trustworthy or you're not. So give me an example of somebody that's not trustworthy. So how do you know that? Is it just their track record? Is it what someone else said about them? No, it's I mean, never It's never what someone else, for me anyway, it's never what somebody it's else what said. It's my personal experiences with them and, and a track record. Okay, so let's talk about social media again because I always like to incorporate that. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you get an opinion of someone through social media and then you have, they may not be as trustworthy if you met them in person? I would say when it comes to social media, I think certain people's profiles speak to me differently and it piques my interest to get to know if those people are trustworthy. But if I'm watching, you know, an influencer or something, I don't, I will never know that person. Mm. So it doesn't matter to me. But if it's someone, you know, local or new and it's like, hey, I kind of like your stuff, we might be a good fit. Maybe we should have a conversation, meet in person, blah, blah, blah. But I never am just like, whatever that person does on social media, 100%, that's what I'm doing. I trust them. Mm. Do you ever... Um, like when someone says somebody something about someone that you thought was trustworthy, does it ever create doubt? Or you're like, that doesn't sound right. That that doesn't sound like that person. Yeah. But then it also puts a little seed of doubt into their, you know, a little dent in the armor a little bit, if you will, of that trustworthiness. Yeah, it makes you question them. Even though you don't even know that you validated that whole thing from the social media point of view. Meaning, once you hear like an anecdote from a post or something about somebody that you find trustworthy, it still creates this doubt of like, oh, maybe I, could he have done that? Or could she have done that? You know, I think that's some of the danger that social media has is it's that powerful. Um, of a vehicle to go the other direction. So if somebody that you find trustworthy, you hear something on social media and you're like, ooh, should I validate that? Or well, do I just know the person would not have done that? It depends on how well I knew the person. Well, well enough to find them trustworthy. Then I would know who they are. And then I wouldn't really listen to social media at that point. Are you... But is that true? Is, I mean, is it that easy? Because I know sometimes, and I'm guilty of this too, it's like, did you read this? And we're like, oh, that's 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 not true. Yeah, but there's been an instant really recently where we were like that, and it was true. True, yeah. That so, is absolutely right. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know that it has anything to do. I guess it depends on the type of person you are. Everybody's going to answer it differently. But for me, whether it's on social media or in person or hearsay or whatever 
and it may just be that I'm almost 44 and have learned a, a lot in my life, I'll just go to the source. Mm-hmm. Look, this is what was said. Is it real or not? And hope that they're telling you the truth, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the things I put here is understanding. Um, I believe in order to build trust with someone, you have people want to feel like they're understood. I know that, you know, in some of our challenging times with our children, that they always felt like, you don't understand me. You don't. <laughs> yeah. still yeah. we still don't understand no, you okay so where I, where does that come from I, I don't think I ever used that as a kid I could be wrong mom but um, I don't know if I ever said you don't understand me I bet you did were you ever home <laughs> I wish we could call your mom whoa this way I feel like you did but I'm just saying I feel like you did anyway um, but I think people you know, a lot of younger folks say that they were not, they're not understood. So how do you, how do you help bring that to a level where there's understanding there? Um, but I guess sometimes you're like, well, how can I understand you when I don't agree with what you're doing? Well, I think there's a big difference between understood and heard. And it's not the same thing when when we say no. you're not hearing me. Does that also mean that you're not understanding me? Uh, when I hear understood, I feel like you want me to what's the right accept your thinking on something. Yes. I think that's... So for me, it's impossible to understand every scenario because there's just certain things that we're not going to see eye to eye on. So I don't know that it's being misunderstood versus not being heard. So that brings up a good point because I, we also, I also wrote down empathy. Mm-hmm. So in order to understand, truly understand somebody, you have to bring empathy into it. Meaning that you have to be empathetic to what they're feeling and what their understanding is. We have these and you don't have to agree with it. Right. You don't have to. So we have these conversations all the time with the person who is next to you, the closest person in my life. We have very different views on just about everything. (laughs) Um, You're talking about me? No. Oh, Someone... Next to you, the next person oh, in line that I is see. closest to me oh, I see. in my life, we have so much in common oh. and so much not in common. And we're like, when it comes to some things, we could not be further apart. But we are able to have these conversations all the time mm-hmm. and still remain as close as sisters. And those are the things we say, like, I can see how that would upset you. I'm sorry See, that, that, that makes me cringe. You. Why? Because I feel like it's condescending. I know you're wrong. But I, okay. I, I know how you feel. No, that is not how it comes across But at all. that's the way I feel. But see, for me, <laughs> if you sat there and just argued, 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 argued at nauseum mm-hmm. and nothing got, that seems not empathetic. I want to win. 
Right. And I don't think that that's very healthy either. So to my point is being empathetic and like, I can understand how that would be upsetting because I can, I could see how that would be upsetting. Right. And I think you build the trust through a true, true empathy. Yeah. And like, it's not a fake, you can't fake it. And trust comes from allowing people to be vulnerable. I never want her to feel like I could never, like I could never say that to Tiana. And sometimes she does say things. She's like, I know what you're going to say, but I'm saying this anyway. And the fact that she's comfortable enough and trust me enough to be vulnerable and open in those situations, I think is the biggest win you could have. It's not about agreeing. It's about creating a relationship with people that are comfortable being 100% them. Yeah, there's a certain magic to that. Yeah. It's totally, yeah. And I think the world is just full of situations that are not that. Well, and I think about that in that, you know, I, I have this limited belief in that there's only a certain number of people that I could do business with because they agree the way that they see things the same way that I do. But I should change my thinking in that everybody can do business with me, even if we disagree on things. As long as I can show that I'm truly empathetic to the way that they see things, I don't have to agree with them. I'm not agreeing right. by being empathetic. Right. But I'm trying to understand what lens are they seeing these things through and, and being empathetic to that. And I wish more people had conversations about that right now. We were talking about this on 4th of July and just what, like, we love 4th of July. Put the flags out. We were, like, 4th of July is our jam. And I was thinking about, and I think I said this to you, how ironic it was to me that this country that in so many ways is so divided right now, you just see division everywhere you go. We talk about it all the time yet we're allowed to be divided because of the one thing we all have in common. And that just blew my mind on July 4th. Like, the one thing that we all are the same at. Which we're Americans? Yes, we're all Americans, which the definition of being an American allows us to create these divisions. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of... um, yeah, ironic. It's ironic yeah. to me. Yeah. I think that we just don't have enough. I think the def- the definition of trust has gotten kind of like when someone says "I love you," and it's just whatever. I think the the definition. Yeah, it's it's become empty. Yeah. And I think that when you sit down and really think about that word and what it means to you, um, a lot can be uh, resolved in. A lot of areas. So building on the empathetic thing, because I I am really challenged by that. You're not an no, empath. No, I am and not. And that's not an offer no, you. It's, it's, a it's, lot of people aren't. And you've really helped me throughout the years to be more because I had zero empathy for anyone. Well, and, and on the flip side, I, I have so much empathy that it like makes me sick. 
so makes there, me sick too. I know there <laughs> needs to be a balance. I just I just keep taking it on and take it on and take it on, and I just want to like take on everybody's stuff so that they can you know. But that's so. not empathy. That shouldn't be empathy. Mm. You taking on someone's burden is not being empathetic. In my, I don't. I, do you agree it's with that? It's not necessarily a burden. It's 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 a feeling. Like I feel for you so much that I want to help. But at the same time, you can't take. See, you can be empathetic. We were watching a movie last night. Okay, mm-hmm. this is a great example of being empathetic. Where there were still consequences. We are watching a movie about this police officer and this police officer, you know, became an alcoholic and had some problems with his marriage and all these things. Uh, and it's based on a true story. But he goes to his lieutenant because they're doing an ins, um, inside investigation. Mm-hmm. And the lieutenant says, I believe in you. However, there's still consequences. Yeah. So... Being empathetic, you can be empathetic, but there's still consequences attached to it. And I think that you have, when, to be empathetic, I think people think that you have to be empathetic in your consequences too, but that's not true. No, I don't think that. I think there has to be equal justice for what you did. Like, I'm, I'm sorry you're going through this, however... You want to help there's the person, ish, there's but issues when, with you, that. When, you're, yeah. when you're so empathetic, it's almost like you go through it with somebody. We've talked about this with the kids. Like, we're empathetic and understand, I understand how you got here. This is where we're going. How are we going to fix it? You can't take away the consequence, and you sit there with a pit in your stomach like, ugh, this is coming. I know this is the way it's going to go, and you're just, we always talk about it's watching two trains come at each other you know what's going to happen the empathy part of it is you feel it with them and that's the part that is hard mm-hmm. yeah because if you're not empathetic you're like oh well good luck with that and you just yeah you know, and there's no trust there yeah yeah so um the other part of being empathetic is almost being accountable to it like what what part did you have in this where where is your DNA in all this? It's always there. It's there. It, it's a little bit, there. even in a little bit. It's, it's there. It's always there, and yeah. I hate that. Yeah. And we, we had a conversation about that this weekend, or this past weekend, because we're like, yeah, I mean, if if people in our family are screwing up, um, where are we as the parent? Where are we? Yeah. Where did we fall? Yeah. Like, we're... Where are we accountable? And it didn't feel very good. No. And I think as parents, especially especially as parents, we are very quick to jump at those parents. Mm-hmm. I can't believe their parents let them do that. I can't believe and it's not or where those, are their parents? It's not those like, parents or these parents, it's just parents. Yeah. And yes, as you become an adult and you make your own choices you determine that and there's a point in your life where you can no longer blame your parents for where you are in your life or or where you're going but i think at a certain point probably up until your children are 21 maybe 25 they're when they're old enough to make choices and have the consequences 
But there are certain things that you're just like, yeah, I probably had a part in that. We have this conversation with our godchildren. We have some godchildren who are at a really tough age right now. And it's, it's everybody else's fault. The world is against me. Nina, I just can't. And it's like, no, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then we don't hear from them for like, <laughs> like two weeks. <laughs> they hear and you. And what are we doing? Yeah. Like, are we, are we helping? Are we enabling? Are we, you know, what, what part do we have in this big giant pie that creates life? Yeah. So yeah. to sit there and say, we have made some mistakes and we've had that conversation before too about, I think that dad and I truly thought we would be the first parents ever. We're, we're going to raise kids who don't do anything wrong. That's all I am. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Um, Savannah's not. Yeah, she's child. just not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's a perfect child. Um, but, but. <laughs> I need to get you a mirror, son. <laughs> <laughs> so again, it's that just holding yourself accountable. And I think that brings up a good point in that. Do you trust yourself? I think self-trust could be, I don't know. It could be the hardest. Well, I always think back in business. I don't know why I go to business first when I'm dealing with life problems. <laughs> well, I told but you, like, I, life is a business. So, I know, like, but I don't know why do... I don't look to life first but to figure out business problems. Because business is easier. You could attain <laughs> well, something. Well, business doesn't have... <laughs> like, life, you can't really attain anything, but business, you get something out of it, so... But also, business doesn't carry with it, like, a lifelong consequence. Sure. I mean... If we really, really screw up our business, then we close the doors and walk away. Whatever. Like <laughs> yeah. this stuff is like heavy and real and yeah. anyway. Why are you pointing at me? Well, because you're the only child here. <laughs> yeah. <that's... laughs> so I was anyway, like, this stuff. Whoa. Of, when you think of this mess is. <laughs> so we talked about. Um... Wait, what were you gonna Wait, say? You were gonna say something. You always go back to business, self-trust. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Maybe it'll come back to me. You can't do that. Do you trust yourself in... Oh, trusting yourself. Yeah, that's... Then you said you get to go to business, and then mm-hmm. you said, why don't I go to life first instead of business, and then we got... Sounds this familiar. Do we need to rewind? Oh, gosh. It was a good one, too. Um, maybe it'll come back to us. All right, so let's wrap it up. I'll wrap it up with one question. Is there a time in your life where you have ever felt understood? By anyone? Yeah. Like, wow. That person or this, like, in any situation, like, I felt like I was understood. Yeah. You want to share it? Lots of times. Really? Yeah. Wow, because... Usually when you talk to people, they're like, maybe one one or two times I felt like I, I'm understood. Hmm. Well, I'm really fortunate to have created some relationships with some really great women in my life who sometimes you just meet them and you're like, you get me. Like, mm. they, you get me. And I can count on one hand the number of people in my life that I can have those conversations with and walk away and be like, yeah, 
she not not acceptance it's not always they accepted what i was saying or accepted my point of view mm-hmm. but they understood and so yeah i guess i'm lucky in that aspect that you i are? that i do have a number of people that i have those experiences with quite often yeah i would i would guess that there's not very many people that have that yeah. Another thing to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. What about you? Has anybody ever been on a level that understood you? Like truly understood? No. I don't even know if I've understood myself. <laughs> you don't make a Maybe lot of sense. Maybe they did, but you didn't <laughs> understand yourself. Yeah, it's just... I mean, you always get like, oh, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Like, all the, like, sugar-coated stuff. But, Mm -hmm. like, someone who's been, like, there with you and, like, knows exactly what you're going through, I don't know. What about your siblings? Not, not even. We all have our different paths. No, I know, but I I feel like, and I don't know, because I didn't, I don't have siblings, so. But I guess in my mind, I always thought there was just this, like, magic thing that happened when you're siblings and, like, you just... You mm. just feel under you understand each other because you're going through the same stuff. Even when you were younger, like oh yeah, mom and dad, whatever, and you you know would team up and have this little like whatever against the world. We all got but... different punishments. Like well, yeah, <laughs> like, but like I, I, my I, older like the older sisters like they got different punishments than like Livy and Ari now. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I was like sort of in the mix between the transition, I guess. Yeah. So this could be a little dangerous. Oh gosh, because we're a week away from your wedding. But I mean, does do you feel like Chrisanne like truly understands you? She. Yes and no. Just because, she comes with a different background, so I don't mm-hmm. think she could ever, truly understand like what we have, mm. like. Yeah, she knows what our family's about, but she hasn't really been in it that much. You know what I mean? Like, she hasn't really, like, built that bond yet. Mm-hmm. She really know, like, what this family means. Like, like with our family, like, if someone got in trouble, like, we would all be there. Her family, if someone's in trouble, it's not the same thing. <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> yeah. But, no, so, yeah. No, I that understand. makes sense. That makes sense. It's, it's hard to understand what you can't understand. Yeah. Like, there are certain things that you can just not understand. And I struggled with but that, I think, like, when we but first But I think met. if somebody, like, we've had some, I our coach, Glenn. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like he understood us. He wouldn't let us, you know, he called BS, but he understood. Because he had a deeper understanding of, of what people in business go through. And I don't I, think you have to be there you know arm arm in arm and go through the same experiences to understand exactly what you're going through i think you just almost have to be a little more curious like dang well, what did that mean like when you're in this situation like what kind of feelings were that were you going through you know what were you thinking how did you react what did you learn all those things maybe it's just good questions i don't know but I think I think when we were going through the coaching is when I felt like I was truly 
understood. Like well, understood. I think on a level, but to be completely fully understood, I I think that's really rare. Like I don't even That's what know I'm saying. That I, like like you have several that you said are like yeah. truly understand you, so that's like really rare. It is. It's and I don't think I had anyone understand me because like high school they put a blanket over it and just call it like everyone understands what you're going through. Yeah. So yeah. like I'm like I don't have that much experience yeah. outside of it. Well, look for it. Because when you have it, it's it's truly a blessing. Yeah. So with that, anything else? Has this helped anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it helps us every time. So. That's true. So, all right. Well, we look forward to the next episode. See you. Bye. Bye.